My baby don't mess around. Oh my gosh. My baby don't mess around. It's going to be a lot of singing on this episode. <laughs> That's Hannah yawning for the third time. <laughs> Welcome back to The Unbearable Creatives. This is episode 11 for the second time. <laughs> yeah now you know i'm yawning (laughs) yeah uh so yes if you have not noticed we did not upload our episode 11 uh this week or today 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 is monday that we're recording this uh this episode will be uploaded tuesday so tomorrow if you try to listen to the podcast when they come out uh just know this one did not come up on monday it came out tuesday and we had some audio issues. Unfortunately, Hannah's really mad at me because... I'm not mad at you. She's not mad at me, but like she really doesn't want to have to re-record this. But the audio was really bad on the last one, so we had to re-record it. Um, so, that's just how it is. Um, okay, so yeah. If you're hearing this, we had to put this episode out on Tuesday because this is Monday currently that we're re-recording it. Normally, we re-record on Sundays. We did record it yesterday, but kind of got messed up. So, um, Here we're we just are. redoing it because <laughs> we love y'all, and we just want to give you a, product, a quality product. And so, yeah, we're going to just dive right on in, kind of how we did last time. Um, yeah, how was your weekend? <laughs> Good. Friday. Well, okay, I guess my weekend started Thursday. So, Thursday, I had work and then, and and a presentation. Ah, presentations. That was fun. And then Thursday, we saw Frozen 2. And then Friday. Saw Mr. Rogers. We saw Mr. Rogers. I don't know what else we did that day. Saturday, I went to Fort Worth. We hung out with my friend Annie. Go. And then I celebrated my mom's birthday. And then Sunday we saw Friends. We won't talk about that because we we're probably not going to have the we time. We talk about Friends a lot. But, that too. <laughs> um, we went to the movie theater to watch Friendsgiving. They, yeah, the movie theater AMC showed a bunch of Thanksgiving episodes of Friends. And we went to see it. It was fun. Yeah. Um. And yeah. we recorded. Yeah. And we recorded yesterday, but no. lol. Um, so yeah, we uh, ultimately uh, on this episode, we're just going to talk about, uh, I believe the Grammys was what we covered. We talked about the Grammy nominations, um, Frozen, Movies, Frozen, Mr. Rogers, Mr. Rogers, and, and a special Thanksgiving part of it that I definitely didn't want to be left out of this one. So, all right. So I guess we'll just talk about Frozen then. Um that's Hannah Yawns again. Uh, <laughs> so, like I said, we saw Frozen 2. The probably not... Is it better than Frozen 1? So, it's actually great that we're talking about this today. Because at work this morning, I was speaking to my friend Marissa. And I told her... Shut up. That Frozen 2 is better than Frozen 1. <gasps> but... I'm open to have disagreements with people. 
I'm open to it. Yeah, you're a lot more more knowledgeable on the topic of Frozen than I am. I have not seen the first one. Don't care to see it, but I know what happens. Um, but he doesn't. I do. He, yeah, you do, but like you have to see it. I know? don't. She said, "Let it go." A bunch. They wanted to build a snowman. Well, no, she didn't. Uh, Elsa didn't want to build a snowman until Anna like dragged her outside to do it, and then Olaf was born. And then there was uh, the dude who lived with the rocks. He came and... What's his name? Kristoff or Sven, whichever one isn't the moose. It's the last reindeer. <laughs> and then Kristoff and Sven, those two are best friends because they were raised together. And then they met Anna and one of them fell in love with Anna. And then Elsa... <laughs> the moose <laughs> fell in love with Anna. <laughs> And then, I mean, he's a reindeer, but Elsa had a guy too, who was a bad guy, but he didn't know, you didn't know he was a bad guy until the end. And then she froze herself, right? Or she, who froze themselves? Who got frozen? <laughs> who got frozen see, and frozen? See, this is why you need to see the movie. Uh, Anna froze, no, Elsa froze Anna. No, Elsa froze herself. No. Elsa <laughs> Elsa can't freeze herself. She's already frozen. Elsa froze Anna to save her from getting killed by the dude, the bad guy, Han, with the sword. No. Wow, no. <laughs> we're going to watch the movie after this. No, we're this. not. I'm not. I don't know. It's fine. I'm going to cut all that <laughs> because that movie's not really stupid. No, you have to keep it in. Well, so People funny People have thing, to know. <laughs> so funny thing that what i just did is exactly what olaf actually did in this movie for people like me who didn't oh, see it oh yeah and that, that was, was really funny great. that was great. i clearly didn't actually listen. this weekend probably gonna go see frozen 2 again no you're not yes i am you I would am. not spend money on that again you wouldn't spend you're money right on um but yeah so also spoiler warning i guess i said this yesterday i if you listen to this podcast and you hear us talk about anything movie, uh, TV, if you music, hear we're gonna talk about this movie and you haven't seen it, just and go you ahead don't and don't listen it, to that part of the podcast. Like, if you have an interest in seeing the thing that we're talking about, maybe just like skip over it. Like, we're probably only gonna talk about it for about 10 to 15 minutes, just fast forward. If I was a real podcaster, I'd put the timestamps in, like I said, I would that one episode, but I probably won't. Um, and yeah, so just be aware. Spoilers for everything, anytime we're ever talking about anything. There you go. Um, but yeah, so uh, talking about Frozen, Olaf was funnier in this one, for sure. Yes. We both kind of agreed on that. Mm -hmm. uh, he did his little rundown of everything. That was really cool. Uh, I think just in general, uh, look, uh, I knew all the songs from the first Frozen. I think this one had mostly better songs even though they won't be as big probably right i think that's debatable i think because frozen was like the first it's like the first of everything it's yeah. almost like high school musical like all of the music is great but like the first movie is the staple of the movie yeah that i feel like that's what it's gonna that's what it's like for frozen like frozen Which, 2 music is good yeah but frozen 1 music is like what made frozen and so that's why it yeah but you could better. make a case for the high school musical movies that the first one's music is the worst that's true but you rarely ever hear that 
I guess. Some people will argue that number two is better. <laughs> I will disagree with that. I think that. two has the best music. I'm sure I've said that before. <laughs> no, I know that. That's why I'm saying this right Oh, now, yeah. Because <laughs> I know that you think that. Two has the best music for sure. Troy's uh, little gra- uh, golf, uh, golf's, the golf song, that was fire. Every No, 100% the sports songs in High School Musical 2 are better than anything else. The baseball one. That might be my favorite High School Musical song, period. The I Don't Dance. Well, yeah, Ryan and yeah. Corbin Blue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said the real name and the, the High School Musical. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, that I'm song gonna is I'm going to disagree, fire. but And Sharpay's good. song. Sharpay, you know how Sharpay has a song in everything? Like, yeah. like kind of at the beginning? Her song in High School Musical 2 is the best one, I think. Uh, out of her That's songs. funny. I was watching High School Musical 2 today and I skipped over her part. I mean, her I would song. always skip over her part, but her song in that one is great. No, I skip over it. I just love, love when Troy and Gabrielle sing together. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, back to Frozen. Anyway, so uh, what was it even about? Like, we have not informed anybody who wants to, like... He said, we'll talk about this for 10 minutes. Yeah, we was um, to talk about it for 10 minutes. Okay. <laughs> Oh, how about you talk about it? Yeah, I think you probably described it last time. Uh, okay, so Anna and Elsa, they're they're queen. They're both the queen, I guess. Of no, no, no. Arendelle. Okay. Okay, this is why he needs to watch the first. <laughs> no, movie. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I did know this. Elsa's the only queen technically at the beginning, right? She is the queen. She is the queen. She's I know. Not technically. Not the queen. technically. She is no. the queen. But it, in my head, it makes sense for them both to be queen, considering. The fact that they saved everything and like, they're like not the same age, but they're pretty close. I don't know. Okay, fine. So Elsa's the queen. Mm-hmm. Elsa's the oldest. Elsa's the oldest one. Yes, I knew that. Um, and she is super powered, and she is like hearing voices. I guess she's hearing a someone's uh, singing voice. A singing voice. Um, it goes, ah. That's it. Yeah all she hears yeah she keeps hearing it and she's like going crazy (laughs) and anna doesn't hear it anna no one else hears it no one else in the movie hears it but elsa basically goes on this journey sort of with anna and elsa and Anna Elsa, sort of with anna and olaf and Kristoff and the rest of them at first to this uh hidden forest place or whatever and Enchanted enchanted forest which is where the voice is coming from and in this forest there's four like elemental spirits that are kind of kind of holding the people in the forest captive. I kind of was thinking about this. It's this fog, but the fog is like a wall and you cannot get out of it. Yeah, it's really spiritually it's really spiritually like kind of weird. It's to describe. very tribal like Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so like it's a tribe that lives in the forest along with the people this is going to be super confusing if you you don't see it. But there's a tribe living there with past soldiers and from Arendelle. royalty from Arendelle stuck in kind of a time loop in this forest. They haven't aged in the last, like, whatever, 20 years. I think they they haven't aged. I didn't catch that. The black guy played by uh, Randall from This Is Us, he... I don't, I don't think he aged. I don't... Maybe I'm wrong. I guess that would make sense because he's almost like 
Elsa and Anna's dad's. Yeah, no, that's age. exactly it. Yeah, he was an I adult. I was trying to figure that out. I was like, how has he not aged? Right, yeah, I think they were just stuck in like a time loop. So he is like, he was an adult when his when their dad, dad was, was a kid, a kid yeah. and he still looks about the same when elsa and honor are like adults mm -hmm. so there's no way he's aged there's no way any of them have aged but at this the point. weird thing is that people were born yes and they've aged that's what's weird to me you know it's it's not a pixar but disney i'm sure there's plenty of plot this, holes we didn't even think about this in the i last did podcast. i did think about it when i was watching it i was like well i didn't think about the kid thing that you just said, but that is important. But I, I did think about like the that black guy. He hasn't aged this whole movie, like. Cause this one, that one guy that Kristoff is with, he's like some of us were born into this and we've never seen the sky. Ugh. I didn't remember hearing that. That's a really spooky line. Uh yeah. I don't know. Maybe there's some sort of thing where like if you're born in that era, then you just live as a regular person. But if you weren't you just stop. I don't know. It doesn't matter. That's really not important. But the, um, the, the talking about the rest of the plot. So Anna and Elsa continue in further into the forest, learning about all the different elemental stuff and trying to find the voice. And at one point, Elsa kind of tries to push Anna and the rest of them away because she needs to do it by herself because it's really dangerous and all that stuff. Um, and Which I understood. I think whenever... Like, Elsa, like, Anna thinks that she can protect Elsa, but it's really Elsa protecting Anna, and it's, like, protecting another burden. Yeah. yeah, and it's, like, another burden. It's, like, somebody she has to worry about when all she wants to do is worry about what she's going for. Yeah. And so, so going on, it's, I, I really think this movie is, like, just nothing. I've, I've, we talked about it. I think it's just, like, there really wasn't any stakes to it. There wasn't a ton of depth to like the consequences of the movie. Because so Anna and Elsa, or Elsa specifically, continues on this journey to learn more about the forest or the voice or whatever. And we kind of realize that Arendelle as a whole has kind of, is not the good guy in this sort of scenario between them and the villagers of the forest. And basically, it becomes revealed that uh, Elsa and Anna's grandfather basically tried to, like, murder all these people who lived in the forest. Mm -hmm. And he, I guess, is technically the villain. But outside of him, there isn't a villain in this movie. Which just seems to really bother Eric. It does. if you've seen the first one, it kind of leaves you with a lot of questions. And I think that they answer a lot of questions... Um, the only thing this movie doesn't answer that I think a lot of people want to know is where did Elsa get her powers from? Right. And I don't think they explicitly answer it, but I think they answer it in a sort of uh, undercover way by like showing their mother saved their dad. Yes, but that leaves the question of why does Elsa have it and not Anna? Well, that's easy. Like, like it's kind of, I think it's more like a recessive gene thing. Like They probably both have the genetically uh they both have the gene for it but you know it doesn't display itself in both ch children like if mm -hmm. two parents have blue eyes but one of them or yeah if say both parents have blue eyes and 
they both carry the gene for green eyes, which is recessive. And they pass on, both of them pass on that gene to one of their kids. That kid will probably have green eyes, but the other kid probably won't because it may not get passed down by both. This is genetics 101, clearly from the leading authority on all things bio and all that stuff. But <laughs> I'm, sure I d I'm sure I misspoke somewhere in there. But basically, I think it's just like that, like a strange genetic thing where it just doesn't show up in both kids. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, they, they kind of answer that, I think, in a really like sly kind of way by showing how she helped save their dad from something the elemental monster things but it overall i just i don't know I, I think the whole movie in general is just kind of like it's cool if you're into that kind of thing or if you're like a child mm -hmm. <laughs> as two grown adults are speaking about a kid's movie but overall i didn't love it it was fine i, I it was good it's it's not better than most disney or pixar movies in my opinion but i think it's fine i like that y'all should see it yeah do what you want um, so yeah, we probably talked about that a little bit longer than I meant to, but I knew it. yeah, but, uh, overall it was good. Olaf was funny. Um, and you should definitely see it if you want. Moving on to Mr. Rogers, Ferrera Roger. Uh, so this movie, you can talk about this movie more, like talk about the plot of this one a little bit better than I can. Probably. Oh, I feel like you did a really good job. <laughs> um, okay. So I, sh I don't want to say I struggled with this movie, but I think I had different expectations. Mm -hmm. Well, um, before that, what happened? Like give like, no, I know I'm going oh, okay, okay. 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 So, so there's, so basically it starts out with how Mr. Rogers like did his intro to his show, right? You've seen the show. Yeah. His show. Yeah. That's how he did it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It opens with the Mr. Rogers, like... Song. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Yeah, exactly how it shows up as you're watching as a child. And yeah. Stuff, yeah. And then he starts talking about forgiveness and how it's hard sometimes. And then he shows this, like, face. And it's kind of odd. And honestly, it gave me a creepy feeling at first. Yeah, it is kind of creepy. Because it's like a board. And then there's, like, door, like little doors. Yeah. And he... Kind of like a children's book when they have those little things that the kids can open and see yeah. in the book kind of like that but just a board and there's just like this face of this guy who's like got That's a black weird. guy or whatever it's yeah. really weird and then it kind of zooms in like goes into um oh and this guy's name is lloyd i don't know his lloyd last name. vogel vogel yeah and uh he's like let's meet lloyd and so then it just like he opens the door and then like it's Lloyd and his life and like his it goes on to his family. So Lloyd is this average man um, who's a journalist. Uh, yeah, he magazine. works for a magazine. Yeah. Really, in general, the movie's not even about Mr. Rogers. No, like, it's about him. Honest. Yeah, it's about Lloyd. Um, and he's married and has one son. He's a new father. His kid's probably like a month old at most. Yeah. And Lloyd... Um, it's basically, to put it in simple form, Lloyd is not close to his father anymore because his father left while Lloyd and his, Lloyd's sister were younger kids. Um, he left 
I don't know if it was because Lloyd's mother was sick. Ah, uh, they cancer. kind of made it sound like his mom. So Lloyd's mom got sick, and his father, as a result of that, maybe the pain he felt in that time, went off and started to have other affairs because like his wife was gonna die, and then he just left as a whole. Maybe Never we said mis- anything. Yeah, maybe it, maybe we misread it a little bit, but that sounds about what happened. Yeah. So. Lloyd's sister is, you know, having her fifth wedding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fifth marriage. Yeah. And and he, there's something... I'm sorry not to cut you off. I'm really sorry. But the there's something in there, too, about maybe the impact of their father and the way that he treated them maybe as children and that, that impacting her view of men and the way she should be treated and, like, the way that she allows herself to be treated by men. There's something in there psychologically. I don't know. But, yeah, go ahead. Um, and so she actually ends up inviting their dad to the wedding and Lloyd like kind of wants to get out of it, but he doesn't. And so he ends up going long story short, they go to the wedding. Uh, I think that Lloyd's dad tried to like ask for forgiveness, but Lloyd's dad kind of has a big mouth and like, doesn't really know how to like, he was drunk at the time too. Yeah. And so anyways, they end up punching each other. And then, okay, so that's, like, his side with his dad, right? So now we're moving to Lloyd and Mr. Rogers' side. Yeah. So Lloyd is known for being kind of a harsh writer towards celebrities. So a lot of celebrities don't like him interviewing them. They don't want him. So, like, if somebody calls and asks... Like the, the main editor, yeah, lady, boss. she she was like, people don't like you interviewing them because of how, what you say about them. Yeah, no one else would talk to him. Yeah, but Miss, when they asked Mister Rogers, he was like, sure. Um, it's also important to note that Mister Rogers has read all of his horrible articles about people. Yeah. Um, before Lloyd even goes to see him, and Lloyd like didn't take it very seriously. He was like, okay, Mister Rogers, whatever. He's a children's character yeah um so then he meets mr rogers and mr rogers like once he gets to the studio mr rogers is immediately intentional and like lloyd my friend lloyd is here everybody say hi to lloyd literally stopping in the middle of his own scene (laughs) yeah he's filming for the show and like Everyone's getting Lloyd annoyed walks with him. In. Yeah, Lloyd walks in and he, nothing else matters to him. And I love that when people do these kind of things, even though it is annoying from a work standpoint. But I love when people are like so intentional that their attention from whatever they're doing does not even matter. Like mm-hmm. they just shift it to whoever they like they need to be talking to at the moment. And so Lloyd came in and he just completely left the scene and just goes to talk to yeah, him. Yeah, and Lloyd immediately is like, what the heck? Yeah. Um, and so then... He was like, they meet up for 20 minutes to talk, but not even because they always need Mr. Rogers yeah, on yeah. set. And um, it's crazy because in the interview, it's like, Lloyd's supposed to be asking Mr. Roger qu- Mr. Rogers questions, but Lloyd had a black eye from the fight, from his the punch from his dad. And... Um, he, like, Mr. Rogers was like, why do you have that black eye, Lloyd? <laughs> yeah. And he was like, what did he say? Softball, softball baseball? Accident. Yeah. 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 Um, 
And he goes, so why do you really have that black <laughs> yeah. guy? And he goes, my dad. And that's like the bulk of the like. That's how their relationship goes, pretty much from there to the the end of the movie. Yeah, Yeah. and we don't have to go. That was really good. We don't have to go through like every, every, the rest of the movie like that. But basically, but he does like end up getting really annoyed with Mister Rogers at one point and like leave. But then he's like, "Oh wait, Mister Rogers is actually helping me." Yeah, forgive my dad. In every kind of facet in Lloyd's life, Mister Rogers was like so invested from the moment they met yeah but the point of view is like lloyd's point of view of mr rogers like it's not just mr rogers which is actually something i feel like i had a problem with like uh i wanted it i think to be more mr rogers side and like his parenting and like what he is seeing but it was it was like what lloyd was seeing yeah and getting you you learned a lot more about lloyd's family than you did about mr rogers Mm -hmm. which i'm okay with but i understand the problem you had with it um lloyd i would say you kind of you kind of realize that lloyd is just like burdened completely like almost to the point of seeing it as a physical manifestation in his character um he's just so burdened by pain and anger and towards his father uh, that he just like someone so generous and like intentional and kind in, in, in the way that he acts towards people. I don't think he was really able to register that, you know, mm-hmm. as, in seeing Mr. Rogers. Um, and so, and also to say too, I don't want it to sound like uh, Lloyd is just this, like, uh, what, what's the word? Uh, you can relate Stubborn. to Lloyd. Well, he's, yeah, but you can relate to Lloyd. Like, the way I see his character is like he like I said is burdened by pain, but there's such there's such deep reasoning behind it that it makes sense to me why he is the way he is. Mm-hmm. So like he and I think it was there's some point in the movie where Lloyd's dad tries to um kind of meet up with him. This is like well after the wedding, like well not maybe not that long, but like after the wedding and all that stuff that goes down, he tries to make amends sober like he he tries to do it the right way and Lloyd's literally not letting him even talk like he just won't let it happen and um his dad is like waiting outside of his house for like days um and there's one point where he does get inside because Lloyd's wife lets him in and they try to you know have a meal together or whatever and Lloyd comes in he's not having it and in this scene I really love this I really love the scene because this is where you learn like explicitly why Lloyd does not like his father he talks about how after his dad left, like he had to sit with his mom who was dying literally right in front of him. And like he talks about how his mother didn't go peacefully, like most people say you kind of do when you die in that way. But he, or, but she was screaming to death as she was going on. And then they revived her. And then she did it again. And like seeing that as a child, like I understand having that, having resentment towards someone while you're like a kid and having to go through that and carrying that on as an adult like Mm -hmm. that makes sense to me um and so yeah it's tough to watch in those parts like you said you like were crying in that in in that scene because it was just like i cried i cried more in the scenes where he spoke towards feelings like i feel like after 
the couple podcasts that we've done, y'all can tell that I'm like a feeler. Emo. And I, not emo, God. Emo as in emotional, not like. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, like, I just care about feelings and I care about development and that kind of thing. And so, yesterday when we recorded this, we did one thing we liked about the movie and one thing we didn't. Oh, yeah. We'll start and, doing that eventually. But, yeah. Um, if there's one thing that I liked about it. It was that, like, if you look at society today, adults don't treat other adults' feelings the way that they treat a child's feelings and the other way around. And, like, Mr. Rogers treated his feelings like he approached it the same exact way that he approached a child's feelings. Like, he really did care. Yeah. Where, like... And many adults today, they don't care as much about... Another adult's feelings. Yes, as yeah, they probably true. would a child, right? Yeah. Or they don't They don't look at it as fragile. And it yeah. is. Oh, like, it, it is. totally is. For and sure. so that's when I got emotional because it was just like, that's how this is supposed to be. Like, if there's one thing, like, like, I feel like Mr. Rogers portrayed God's character so well, but like that's the one part of his character that like i felt the presence of god like that's how jesus was you For know sure. and so like that's why i got emotional because it was like it was just deep to me and it yeah. was like wow i need to work on that yeah and, so, and i mean that's i think that i'm not gonna get super deep into this but like i feel like that's such a such a consequence of being an adult in our society now like mm-hmm. you're taught especially as men but i would say even adult women kind of fall into this in a different kind of way but you're taught like you don't need to be crying in public at you know work or and maybe you shouldn't at work but like you don't need to be crying in public like you know you need to portray this strong like front like nothing bothers you mentally or emotionally or anything like that like you gotta you gotta be strong as a man and then even as a woman you kind of get the a similar thing where it's like if a woman cries or like has a healthy reaction to an emotional event she's called so, or she's called like emotional or, or she's called like too uh, sensitive too sensitive yeah like story of my life yeah exactly and so like that's that is really annoying to me and i really really hope that as time goes on we start to break the, the stigma of a lot of that but I think Mr. Rogers was so so keen on making people lean into those moments and into those emotions instead of pushing them away mm-hmm. and yeah. pushing them down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we can't spend super long on this, but I, I love that movie. Go it was it. so good. Like, if you have to pick between Frozen and Mr. Rogers, take Go your five dollars to see Mr. Rogers. Take your money to see Mr. Rogers. Uh <laughs> But yeah, Noah's really good. We really, we absolutely recommend that one for sure. Um, eventually, I do want to do the, when we start talking about movies and stuff, like one thing we like, one thing we didn't, maybe have a, like a rating system, something like creative like that or something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. Next. Next. Grammys. Let me get my handy dandy notebook. My handy dandy windows surface book tablet thing um but yeah so next we're gonna talk about the grammy nominations that came out this last week um a lot of people i think normally a lot of the time the grammys have a really negative 
connotation to them as far as like people getting snubbed and stuff. I think this year they did they did better, but there's one thing I really disliked specifically, and Hannah doesn't look like she knows what I'm talking about, but she'll remember as soon as I say it. Um, but we'll get we'll get to that thing in a second. Um, we are actually just going to go through uh, kind of quickly on a couple of the categories that uh, were listed that we care about. Mostly, like we're probably not going to talk about country. Sorry, country friends. Um, we're going to talk about the categories that we care about as far as music and just talk about who, and I want to say this, who we think should win and who we think will win. Okay. Okay. We did that sort of last time, but we weren't super intentional in saying specifically what we were going off of. Um, and so like, I'll go through the artist and the category and the song and stuff. Um, Okay. We'll go from like the more, the less, the smaller thing. We'll go from the small categories to the big ones. All right. So, first one. Uh, best rap album. <laughs> and it's like, I am the leading authority on this as well. Just like Eric was on genetics. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, best rap album. We have Dreamville's, J. Cole's label, the album that they put out together, Revenge of the Dreamers 3. Uh, Championships by Meek Mill, I Am Greater Than I Was by 21 Savage, Igor by Tyler the Creator, and The Lost Boy by YBN Corday. And I'll let you start. I want this. it to be J. Cole. Yeah. <laughs> but it might be Tyler. Yeah, I think. But then I've heard a lot about YBN. Um, no, YBN Corday's album was really good. And a, a lot of people liked it, but I don't think it would win this um i feel like you'd know more about it than me yeah i mean he's good he's really good and he's from pretty sure he was he was either raised or born in north carolina which is nice um but no i also would love to see j cole which is who i hope would win uh the dreamville album but uh it'll probably be tyler the creator even though that album is not really a rap album um it would be nice to see j cole win though but most likely it'll be igor i think we would probably say Mm-hmm. um okay okay so next best rap slash sung performance so this is like a rapper and usually a pop singer not always but usually someone singing with the rapping okay basically. and so that's like higher dj khaled and nipsey hustle featuring john legend mm-hmm. um drip too hard little baby and gunna uh panini Lil nas x Ballin' by Mustard and Roddy Rich, which you love a lot. And the London Young Thug, J. Cole, and Mr. Travis Scott. Oh, I didn't hear that one yesterday. The London? Yeah. Oh, that's... It might be that one. The London was a big song. I kind of do want it to be Ballin'. Yeah. But it probably won't be. I feel like... It's really hard. It's probably between Travis and J. Cole... The London. Yeah. Or higher, but not because of... I don't know how to say this. <laughs> I, 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 like, I know what you mean. The uh, Nipsey it's probably, song. It, yeah, it's probably because of him. It'll which probably because he passed, unfortunately, uh, that they win it. And I would agree, I think higher will win that, that category. But it is a good song, also. Like, it is... Like, he, they're really good on that. It is, but Travis is... 
really you just but also that's just you him. liking travis scott and j cole but i don't think i like them as much as just people do true that yeah true i don't know i could see i could see honestly any of these could but win then again didn't cardi b win last year yeah uh well yeah she Against won travis yeah best rap album and that's kind of like coming come to my point later of like, it's not, it's kind of what people have a problem with the Grammys overall. It's just like not always the best, quote unquote, best artist wins. It's like, it's like who they pick, who the labels that run the artist's stuff, like who they're funding the best usually. That sucks. Yeah. I mean, it's annoying. Um, it's annoying, but it is what it is. Um, so what, what would you say? Who do you think will win? Who you want to win? I want Ballin to win. Yeah. But I think Higher is going to win. Yeah. Oh, that's hard, but yeah. I think yeah, I would agree. Higher probably will win. I hope the London wins. J. Cole Travis, but we'll see. I don't know if we did this one yesterday, but I kind of want to do this one. Okay. All right, so this is the last rap one. Uh, Middle Child by J. Cole. Oh, sorry. Ooh. Best rap performance. You didn't even know what it was yet, but you were like, oh. Uh, best rap performance, Middle Child by J. Cole. Mm-hmm. Suge by the baby, which was like one of the biggest songs last year or this year. Sing it. Do what I want, shook. Where I go, shook. <laughs> Pack in the mail, <laughs> something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, down bad, <laughs> down bad by uh, Dreamville, J Cole and everyone. Uh, Racks in the middle, Nipsey, Clout by Offset and Cardi B. That's hard. I want it's it. Not hard for me. I want it to be middle. Middle child. Yeah. I want it to be that one. So bad. So bad. But it's not going to be. No. It'll probably be um, Shug. Yeah. Either that or Offset and Cardi. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, most likely Shug, I think, will win that one. Um, okay. So now to R&B super quick. Okay. So on this one... Best R&B song. This is like the songwriter, songwriter's award. Uh, Could have been by her. Look at me now. Emily King, Jeremy Moss, uh, No Guidance, Chris Brown, Drake. Oh. Roll some <laughs> You you always know when Hannah likes a song because it's usually followed by an oh or mm. <laughs> <laughs> No Guidance, Chris and Drake. Roll some by Lucky Day. Say so by pj morton and jojo it's probably gonna be no guidance that was an easy one for no guidance yeah <laughs> i would say uh i think i want it to be no guidance but i love her so much yeah she's gonna come up a lot so she might win and if she does like that's awesome like yeah. i hope i hope she's gonna do well uh, her is gonna do well uh in the grammys i hope so i would think She's nominated for quite a bit. She's she's always up against Lizzo, and that worries me. True. Speaking of which, here you go. So, best R and B performance, "Love Again," uh, by Daniel Caesar and Brandy. Uh, Could have been by her and Bryson Tiller. Exactly how I feel by Lizzo and Gucci. Uh, Roll some more, "Lucky Day Again," and "Come Home" by Anderson Pac and Andre Three Thousand. So I want it to be her. <laughs> every time her, her is in a category that's what hannah's gonna say but it's probably gonna be lizzo unfortunately uh i don't know for this one i could see i actually could see daniel caesar winning this one okay maybe i'm okay with that too 
I just think it sucks whenever they call Cardi B and Lizzo, like, up to stage. It's like, of course. I mean, yeah. And actually, before we go any further with that, I do want to say this, because we're going to... It's going to sound like we hate Lizzo, because when I listened back to the last podcast, it kind of sounded like we hate Lizzo. We don't. And I am actually super proud of her, because, like, she's been working and doing... It's like, nothing against Lizzo. Yes. It's... But, Okay. Hold on one second. Sorry. Just to say this before we get to where it sounds like we're hating her. She has worked extremely hard the last like several years. Mm-hmm. Like she just got huge now, but yeah. she's been putting out music for a while and like Also, she's very much making girls feel especially girl girls who are specifically insecure about their weight. Yes, that too. She's making them feel better and that makes me happy. Yes. Besides that, even though, I would say just like the way that she's been able to change her life trajectory by just making a couple fire bops is to be admired. And I do want to make sure that we say that for sure. Like her family's set for however long they need to be set for now because of her ability to make songs. And that's great. Know what you're going to say? I think sometimes her fan base. Now, your problem is with her fans. And it's just really irritating that's, me. Yeah, I get it. But, that's fine. Yeah, I always tell people, I'm like, yeah, I'll listen to Lizzo, but I have to be by myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Um, but yeah, just wanted to get that out there. We love Lizzo, and we are happy that she is happy. Mm-hmm. Um, There's just people that I like a little bit better. <laughs> for sure. Um, okay, we're not going to do rock. I mean, I'm sure there's good rock out there. Or metal. Someone else can do that one. <laughs> Someone else's podcast can do that. Um, not dance electric. All right, so best pop vocal album. We have the Queen, Yonce, with The Lion King, The Gift. Her. (laughs) Do you mean her, the artist, or do you mean her as in Beyonce? The Queen. Okay, yes, of course. Uh, okay, so Beyonce, we have Billie Eilish, When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? Thank You Next by Ariana Grande, number six collab project with uh, by Ed Sheeran. And Lover by T-Swift. Okay, what is... It's not Taylor Swift. What <laughs> is the thing again? Best pop vocal album. Okay. I want it to be Beyonce. To be fair, you have not heard Lover by Taylor Swift. I'm sure I have. That could be the greatest album ever made. That's fine. As far as you know. But vocal album... Vocal album? She's not winning. I'm not saying I disagree. She's a good performer. I'll give her that. Yeah. But vocal album... No. Most of the time, you won't even give her that. <laughs> if the, if it were that, I would I would might agree with you just a little bit. Yeah. But even Beyonce still beats her. Yes. Now I think it might be Ariana Grande. Thank you, next. Thank you, next. That album is good. Because that song blew. Was well, the album? Oh. But you are right. The Thank You Next song was a <sighs> mega. It's hit. gonna be between them two for sure. I mean, don't I wouldn't sleep on Billie Eilish either though. Yeah, I just don't really pay a ton of attention to her. Yeah. Also, um, I don't have anything against Billie Eilish. I just don't like You just don't depressed. like it. You just hate her. <laughs> no, I don't. Now, Taylor Swift, that's... Argument. You just hate Taylor Swift for but no reason. <laughs> Billie Eilish, I just, like, don't want to be depressed. I love I Billie Eilish, like, yeah, a lot. That's fair. Um, I, I honestly, I hope Beyonce wins because I'm always rooting for Beyonce. Me too. 
I wish that Ed Sheeran album was better. I did not like it. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, same. Honestly, everybody. And uh, to be fair, it wasn't for fans. It was mostly just for him to work with the people he wanted to work with, which is cool. I, I appreciate that. But I didn't like that album. Um, But yeah, I, I think, I hope Beyonce will win. I think, I think Ariana Grande could win that. I think she will. Yeah. Um, Billie Eilish might, though. Billy I think might. they might be at the same. Most of this is going to be us saying, well, there's five people, four of them could win. <laughs> I think Ariana Grande and Billie Eilish are on the same level. But Beyonce's uh, on a whole other level. You're right about that. But I think Beyonce, or I think Billie Eilish and Ariana Grande, if they're on the same level, they're on the same level for different reasons. Okay. We'll talk. We'll, 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 Did you want me to say why? No, 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 no. Oh. I, I, we don't need to talk about that. Just... I, I wanted that to be said. It's not really okay. all that important for right now, though. Um, okay, so best pop duo group performance. This is Boyfriend, Ariana Grande, and Social House. Sucker. I don't know that song. I don't remember it either. Uh, Sucker by Jonas Brothers, Old Town Road, no. Lil Nas X. It probably will win. Lil Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus. Uh, Sunflower by Post Malone and Sway Lee. And then Senorita by Shawn Mendes and Camila. That one is so freaking hard. I hope it's Sucker. Senior Rita is going to win something for sure. It's so I don't know hard. if it'll be this one, but Senior Rita is going to win something. Yeah, I want it so will to, Sunflower. to be. And so will Old Town Row. All of these songs, except for maybe the first two, are going to win something. Okay, here's my answer. Yeah. I want it to be Sucker. Yes. I'm so sad to say this, but it might be Old Town Road. I think it. I might amend this based on what we what categories are coming up next, but I do think it will be Old Town Road for this one. Um. But I hope I'm hoping for Sunflower. I really like that song. I actually be okay with that one too. Yeah. Uh, best pop pop solo performance. How many do we have left? Uh, four after this. Do we have time? Uh, yeah. We're basically on pace for the last podcast. Okay. Um, best pop solo. Spirit by Beyonce. Bad Guy, Billy. Seven Rings, Ariana. Truth Hurts, Lizzo. You Need to Calm Down by Taylor Swift. And so these are like, basically that. What is the thing? It's pop solo performance. So just like, you, the album category we just did, pretty much the top songs from each of those albums. Okay, here it is. <laughs> here it is. It's definitely going to be Lizzo, which is fine. Because Truth Hurts is a good song. No, yeah, Lizzo is But oh song. my gosh, do I want it to be Spirit by Beyonce. Like, it was, so Spirit bad. Was that good. song, her voice, oh my gosh. The video. But also, Billie Eilish might be up there. Bad guy is Because bad guy is one of those hits. But it's definitely. All of these songs Lizzo. are some of those hits, though. Like. All these songs are, are smashes. Um, also, we can't sleep on Taylor Swift, even though you don't like her. Like she is. I don't know any of those. Very much alive for all of these categories. Um, I hope Kanye's there. Stop! I hope he's not. Uh, <laughs> Truth hurts. Will probably win this one for sure. I hope it's Spirit or Bad Guy. Uh, best new artist. Best new artist. Best new artist. Black Pumas. Don't know who that is. Billie Eilish. I heard they're good. Black Eilish. Black Eilish? 
<laughs> it sounded like I was trying to say black licorice or something. <laughs> black Pumas. I need to slow down. Black Pumas. Billie Eilish. Lil Nas X. Lizzo. Maggie Rogers. Rosalia. Uh, Tank and the Bangas. And Yola. I love Rosalia. She's not going to win this, but uh, she might slide in. But probably not. It's between Lizzo and Billie Eilish. Maybe if Lil Nas X doesn't take it. Oh, shoot. I don't think he's going to get this one. I don't know the answer to this one. (laughs) I don't think he's going to get this one. I do think this one's going to go to Billie. Really? Not even Lizzo? Lizzo is being set up for this, for sure. Like This is an easy lob for her to get this one, but I'm going with the sleeper, literally, with Billie Eilish. Yeah, I think I'm going to also. Yeah. But I... I don't listen to this girl's music, but um, I think I want Maggie Rogers to win. Oh. She won't. Can you sit closer to the mic, please? She won't, but I think I want. Actually, no. I'm going to go with Billie Eilish. I want Billie Eilish to win. Yeah. I think she's going to snag that one just by the skin of her teeth, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was Lizzo. All right. All right. Three more. Three more. Three more. Um. Okay, this is Song of the Year. This is a Songwriters Award. Uh, Always Remember Us This Way, Lady Gaga. Bad Guy, Billy, of course. Bring My Flowers Now by Brandy. Or Brandy Carlisle wrote it. Oh, no, 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 sorry. Brandy Carlisle sang the song. Tanya Tucker wrote it. Um, Hard Place by Her. Lover by T-Swift. Norman Effing Rockwell by Lana. Someone You Love by Louis Capaldi. And Truth Hurts, you know. Okay, Truth Hurts is going to win. See, this but her might, be, might win. Her might. Her could win this. It's a, it's a songwriter's award. I I don't think Lizzo's going to get this one. Well, actually, Bad Guy might. I don't actually, I, I don't think Billy Eilish will get that one either. I, I could easily see this one going to, I could see her getting this one. Oh my gosh, I hope. I could see her winning that one. I don't think, I don't think Bad Guy would win it. I don't think Truth Hurts. What was it. the song? What? That by her? Hard Place. Oh, guys, I hope that she wins it's this like one. Hannah's favorite her song. Oh, my God. I could see her winning that one, but... Oh, I felt that in my, my bones, but she's not. I don't think she will, but she might, and I hope. That's mostly like our tagline for this section. I don't think she'll win, but she might, but she probably won't. Uh <laughs> But I hope. But I hope. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I think her will take that one, but it could be Brandy Carlisle. I could see Brandy Carlisle yeah, snagging that. I don't that. understand that. I mean, actually, we like Brandy Carlisle. She's Carlyle. good. I like We Brandi listened Carlyle. to one of her songs. She won album of the year last year. Yeah. See, that's what. She and she's good. And me. she is good for songwriting, I think. She mm-hmm. could snag that. All right. Almost there. Two album of the year. I believe it is I, I by Bon Iver. I love that album. I just don't know how to pronounce it. Um, Norman Effing Rockwell, Rockwell by Lana. When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? Billy. Thank You Next, Ariana. I Used to Know Her by Her. Seven, Lil Nas X, which is where I have my problem. And, oh, sorry. Cause I Love You by Lizzo and Father of the Bride by Vampire Weekend, who are also great, but they're definitely not going to win. There is no reason that Seven by Lil Nas X should be anywhere near any Grammy ever, but he will probably win this out, win this category because labels just love paying for awards, <laughs> pretty much. That album is not good, and I do not like it. And I don't know anybody who likes it, but he will probably win this. 
I don't know who's going to win this. Obviously, I want her to win. <laughs> but I don't know. And again, I'm super happy that Lil Nas X has been able to change his life a thousand percent in this last year. He's going to win another award. Though, He's going to win right? something. He's going to win plenty of awards. I just really hope that album doesn't win album of the year. Like, I would never acknowledge another Grammy award. I really don't know why we're even talking about this one. But I would never acknowledge acknowledge another Grammy ceremony if hope, they let him get well, that. Well, I hope it's her, but it might be Ariana. Maybe. That Thank You Next album is good. Um, yeah, I don't know. It could, she, was, she worked hard. She worked really hard. Yeah, I think... I'm not in love with Lizzo winning it, but she she also could kind of slide in there. I think... Also, I think you can't rule out Bon Iver. Like, they love I to like give... I like Bon Iver. Yeah, they love to give album of the year to, like, somebody who's not really extremely popular. Yeah, I wonder what they look at for this. Like, what... Anyways, what's yeah, next? I know. <laughs> um, okay, so finally, record of the year. This is like top song, basically. Mm-hmm. And But this isn't going to the songwriter. It will go to the artist. Um, okay, let's see. Hey, Ma. Hey, Ma. Oh, yeah, and I want to sing all these because okay. I love all these songs. All right. <laughs> all right, so Hey, Ma by Bon Iver. Hey, Ma. Hey, Ma. All right. <laughs> Bad guy, but Billy Eilish. Three words. Oh, yeah, three words. Okay. I'm the bad. Why don't you just say the bad guy? Duh. Uh, Seven Rings Duh. by Ariana Grande. <laughs> Seven Rings by Ariana Grande. My neck is popping. <laughs> <laughs> My wrist. is popping. That's not three words. I know. I'd stop, stop doing that three word thing. Sorry. My my eyes. It's popping. My friends, they popping. We popping. Poppin'. We popping. <laughs> <laughs> you see it? I like it. You got it? I want it. That's my favorite song. I hope she wins. <laughs> uh, Hard Place by her. I, hope it's I did this yesterday too. I forgot how Hard Place goes. I didn't even bother to listen to the song. I hate, hate when I do that. I forget how Hard Place goes. And it's probably the best one on this thing. But I'm forgetting it. I'm sorry, her. All right, so talk, <laughs> talk by Ki- by Khalid. <clears throat> Ooh, that's a good one too. Can we just talk? Oh, can we just talk? Old Town Road. I won't sing it, but you know it. Uh, Truth hurts by Lizzo. I just took a good DNA test. Turns out I'm a hundred percent. You know it. Uh, Sunflower. By Post Malone. Oh, these are good. By I Post don't Malone know. and Sway Lee. You're my sunflower. Oh. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> Sign me up for for all of those. Uh, I don't know who's gonna win. I hope. I hope Seven Rings wins, just as kind of like a whatever. I hope Hard Place wins, but I don't know who's gonna win. Yeah. Actually, no. Khalid. I haven't seen Khalid's name a lot in this one. I'm kind of surprised. I hope he wins it. Actually. Honestly. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. He probably won't, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, so that's our Grammy. <laughs> that's our Grammy uh, talk. It took a little bit longer than I expected, but it's fine. Um, if you How enjoyed, many did we do? What? Of those. 
We did the same amount as yesterday. I think 10, maybe oh, okay. something like that. But I think we took a little bit longer. I don't know. Um, and yeah, so that is the Grammys. I don't know if I'm even going to watch it, but it seems like they got a lot more right this time than they usually do in nominations. Probably. What is the Grammys on? CBS, I think. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, it it's going to be interesting to see. If Lil Nas X uh, wins for seven album of the year, I'm never going to talk about any of this stuff ever again. Um, but yeah, so last time, yesterday we talked about, <laughs> uh, at the end of the show, we talked about Thanksgiving tradition slash food mostly, but with a little bit of a twist in talking about Black Thanksgiving versus White Thanksgiving, and we don't have a ton of time to go into it as much as we did yesterday, so I will just leave off with this. Hannah McKern, Hannah Elizabeth McKern, which is better? Sweet potato pie or pumpkin pie? Thoughts? Okay. I think they taste the same. They do not. I mean, they do, but there's a clear winner to me. I don't know. I think they taste like when I I like them both the same. Really? Yeah, because they taste the same. Oh. But white families (laughs) typically have pumpkin pie. Right. That's why I was saying it. Because my answer is probably sweet potato pie. Mm-hmm. Which because, I would eat. Because it's the best kind of pie. Not just between these two, but of any kind of pie, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I actually am the leading expert on pies. So just... Oh, no. Trust me. Listen, I like both. It's good to be diverse. <laughs> For sure. Um, but yeah, so pumpkin pie is fine. Sweet potato pie is the greatest pie ever. You heard it here first. There you go. Be sure to tell you all your family on Thursday. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's the show pretty much. It, it, yeah, this was definitely not the easiest thing for us. Literally having to talk about do everything exactly twice. like, not exactly the same, but like starting over basically from scratch uh, for an episode. But it's all a learning experience. It's all good. We're going to get it together. Uh, We appreciate you so much for your patience. If you were waiting on the episode for your Monday morning commute or whatever, I guess. I was. I'm sure Hannah was. was. We appreciate you listening on Tuesday. And again, sorry about that. But uh, like I said, we are doing our best trying to learn as quickly as possible and just kind of, you know, improve every week. Uh, But yeah, so that's the show. If you want to follow us on Instagram, you can at the Unbearable Creatives. Same for Twitter. Uh, I think it's the Unbearable C1. We don't really follow, like, really keep up with the Twitter, if I'm being honest. But it is what it is. If you want to email us in us a topic or your thoughts about a show or anything that we say or anything like that, please feel free to email us at the Unbearable Creatives at gmail.com. And yeah, I think that's all. Thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. We will see you next week. Peace. Bye.